In this video clip, we're going to look at the issue of energy, excitement and ambition in a different way and talk about the different states of drive that you and I might experience at different stages of our career. You and I can be either, at any given time, dynamos, cruisers or losers. And let me define these words carefully. A dynamo is somebody who's always trying to get to the next level of accomplishment in their career. They're always looking for additional responsibilities, additional skills, and it's got nothing to do with you know, the level they're at in the organization. Let me describe Julie to you, my you know, business manager. Long before she became my business manager, when she was literally referred to as my secretary, when I first began to understand what Julie was like, is she came into my office and she said, David, I've been watching what the outside accountants have been doing on our taxes. And David, I think it's mostly just paperwork, because my business is me and Julie. I'm a sole practitioner just with Julie. She says it's, it's shuffling papers, and it's only the last 10% that's you know, educated and trained judgment. She says, I, I think I at least could do the first 90%. So here's the deal, David, she says. If you'll pay the school fees for me to go to H&R Block training at night, I'll donate my evenings, she says. I'll get qualified in preparing taxes. We can bring in the 90% that you know, I can do. My job will be more interesting and you'll save money. What do you think? What do I think? That's what I mean by being a dynamo. Am I making sense? Oh, notice why she's doing it. It's not idealism. Julie, like me, like Braille, she's a working stiff. There's no family money going to save us. She's going to be working for the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, however long it is. And it's not because she thinks David's a great manager. This is a promise she's making about her own work life and career. If she's going to have to work, you know, 50% of the hours God sends for the rest of her waking life, then she's going to take responsibility for making sure that she still finds it challenging and fun. Am I making sense of what I mean by someone who's being a dynamo? Now, there's another mode that you or I could get into where we get tired of trying that hard, right? So we lapse, you and I. This is not permanent lifelong labels, you and I. We go into a different mode, which I call cruising, which is we show up each week and we make the sausages. We come in next month and we make the sausages. We come in next year and we make the sausages. And notice the point, we turn out pretty darn good sausages. The quality is there, the hard work is there. But if you need another word just to hang on to the idea, dynamos are people who are acting as if they had a career. Cruisers are people who are doing their job superbly. Notice superbly, this is not a huge negative. right? By any normal standards of the organization, they're doing their job. It's just that they're not going anywhere. They're not aiming to be anything other than they're, you know, they're wage slaves. You with me? Now again, not lifelong labels, it's a current state. Now losers, what I'm trying to report is you don't get through life unless the Lord is really kind to you. You don't get through life without being a loser sometime. It's the usual reasons, you know, and we'll talk about it, it's in the handouts. That the single biggest source of, the single biggest category of underperformance is nothing to do with business, is nothing to do with talent, is nothing to do with skills. The single biggest source of underperformance is personal life. 
Divorce, alcoholism, cocaine, the kids have been arrested. You have gone, had an office affair which just went sour. <laughs> Don't laugh. Totally serious. If you really want to be a good manager getting people to restore performance, then you've got to be prepared to deal with the real causes of underperformance. Am I making sense? And if you're not comfortable talking to people about office affairs and their kids on cocaine, then you cannot get better performance out of your people. Am I making sense on that point? Which is another reason I'm not a manager. I don't care that much. I don't want to have to talk to people about their personal lives that much. And if you don't, then you've got to join me in being a solo practitioner because the job of a manager is to help them and the organization, not either or, because everybody's going to win if you deal with it. Your job is to help them get out of underperformance, and that means you've got to get comfortable with the sources of people being currently losing. Notice I'm saying in all of these states, they're pretty temporary for all of us. But let me give you a guess. Give me another guess that we did earlier. And again, I'll invite semi-honesty, please. If I considered, what was it, 22,000, we said, if I took the 2,200 people at AARP, give me a guess. Right now, today, as we speak, what percentage of all the people are currently acting like dynamos, not only doing their jobs, but, you know, doing something to get to the next challenge for their role? And notice we're talking about secretaries as well as people with bigger responsibilities. Whatever level you're at, it's people saying, Here's my next challenge. Here's the next thing I can get responsibility for. You with me on my definition? And don't speculate. You know, when I say the 2200, just think of everybody you know in the organization. And give me a guess. Can I have back, please, the three categories on the screen? Give me three numbers that's your guess of right now what percentage of everybody at ARP is in those three categories. Three numbers add up to 100. Anyone got a guess? What percentage of people right now are acting like dynamos? 20, okay? What percentage are acting like cruisers, good, solid, reliable citizens doing what's asked of them, just not going anywhere particular, not just not turned on? 70. And again, I'm not trying to be a moralist, I'm not trying to be inspirational, I'm trying to be a practical, pragmatic person. If your guess, notice that's your guess, not mine, but if one in five of people at ARP are actually excited and actively working to get somewhere new, tell me what that means for this organization. If 70% of the people in this organization are coming to work responsibly, dependably doing their job and going home, tell me what that means for the organization. We won't mess up. That's the website slogan of every organization in the world, right? We're going to change our slogan. We are no worse than anybody else. Am I making sense? I'm, I'm hoping I'm answering the question, which is you can't make anything happen in life unless you get people who want to go somewhere. And again, this is like parenting, right? The first thing you've got to do is get your kid want to go somewhere. Your job is to get your kid excited about something. Not necessarily the things you're excited about, that's fine, right? Your job is to make sure they're excited about something, because if they're excited about something, we can probably figure out a way to make that work in the larger family. Same with AARP, right? Your job as a manager is to make sure everybody who comes to work is looking for the next level of something that's exciting to them. And that way we end up with everybody winning, 
And notice it also sometimes means that what they want to do means they leave. Because sometimes the result of the conversation is, well, what I really want to do is this, and you can't provide it, ARP. And the answer is, yes, you're right. Let me help you get to where you want to go. Because that's what we believe about people. Rather than, you want to do that, well, shut up, give up your dreams, just work here. <laughs> Are you making sense on this? Right? And you need that reputation, which is we need to find out where you want to go. And most of you, we hope that's going to be here because that's what this organization is about. And if for some of you it's leaving, going somewhere else, if that's the right answer, we're going to help with that too. But the one thing you're going to get out of me, folks, is I'm never going to leave you alone to lapse into just doing your job. Because my job as a manager is to find something that excites you. And until you get excited, I'm never out of your face. There are a large number of consequences that flow from this analysis. Some of the questions you will need to think about are, what percentage of your people today do you think are in each of the three categories of dynamos, cruisers, and losers? The next question is, what do you think your organization's tolerance is? Is it okay for people to cruise in your business, and do you like that? And then thirdly, if you think that the level of energy should be a different mix, then what are the agreements your organization can come to about what is expected from each other? Notice, the issue is not that we need to install a reign of terror. The issue is, do we have an understanding of each other of the level of commitment that we are supposed to be bringing to our work? Mm -hmm.